what's going on everybody welcome to the first full episode of red-blooded outdoors i'm your host cornbread on the other side of the table over here we got your co-host coney what's up coney what it is man not nothing just been turkey hunting what about you going to school going to work everything but turkey hunting well you do realize it's turkey season yeah well you're gonna you're gonna have to get your priorities straight man Look, I, I don't need all these days in the week. I go out there, I can get my bird in one day. Okay, well, yeah, you have done that before, for real. Yeah, we're going to be talking Georgia turkey hunting on this episode. Georgia turkey hunting. Now, Georgia has a special opportunity season before the main big boy opener, and it's the youth season, which was on the 13th and 14th of this year. Which is the week before the main season yeah correct well it's only two days it's the weekend. the weekend yeah the weekend before we uh we took a family friend um who's 14 years old never turkey hunted in his life before he has deer hunted before not with us but he has never turkey hunted before and there is something about seeing a kid's face when he first Here's his first gobble in the woods. And especially if that gobble is a reaction to either a, something you did by making him shock gobble or by calling to see that kid's face, the reaction. I can't even explain what it is. There's just something really to it. And I feed off of it. I actually like the youth season more than i do the opener the big boy opener what about you i i do like the youth season though i ain't got as much love for it now that i can't hunt it but i do still have love for it because i still am out there trying to get me a big old gobbler yeah like last year was your your last year on yeah, the last year so the the draw the can't go no more 17 years old yeah yeah so you can go all the way up to 16 at 17 that's it well, we went out to the piece of private land that we've got in Polk County, Georgia, Saturday morning, and we had two we had two birds that gobbled fairly well on the roost, and uh, we got set up on them, which uh, what what I was hoping in decent calling distance. We was in a good location. I know that turkeys come through there and uh, gobbled good on the roost, hit the ground. They shut up. Y'all never, y'all never seen them or anything. Did never, you? never seen them. Uh, now we did hear a hen that was that was with them. I'm pretty sure she was in the same area, but I couldn't get her mad enough to come over and see us. She, uh, she just worked with us just a little bit, and so that that didn't work out on that Saturday morning. Uh, we hunted a good while, pretty much. Well, we hunted up till about one o'clock. Yeah, about one o'clock. Then we come on to the house and went fishing. Yeah, crappy fishing. Yeah, at yeah, well, that time of year too. Yeah, that's right. That's right. We uh we went back the next day. Now Cooney went with us that day. I did. What did you think about that hunt? That I, I really really loved that hunt. That, that was that was a good one. Wasn't that it? was one of my most favorite hunts. Same piece of property. Uh, I sort of run a scenario down for y'all what I what I would like to do, and we went a different way to the same roost area 
Luckily, the turkeys was roosted in the same exact spot they were the morning before. We got how far you think we got from them? Mm. When they first gobbled on the roost. Yeah, when when they was roosted, how far you think? How close you think we got? Two hundred yards, maybe. Yeah, probably two hundred yards. But now it was wide open hardwoods in there. We was yeah. we was in a pine thicket, and they was roosted up on a pine ridge, and uh, there was a hardwood bottom in between us. Now, I guess it was about two hundred yards long. Uh, gobbled good on the roost. We we tried to get to a different spot before we started trying to get them to gobble on the roost, but. We walked past a tree and we sounded like we heard a hen. Oh yeah, yeah, there was a hen up there. Hen up in the tree, so we we done we backed on up. We, yeah, we backed from a different spot. Yeah, we backed up. And then we had to had to go around a different way. Well, anyhow, we got set up down there in that pine thicket, and just like the morning before, they uh, gobbled good on the roost, hit the ground. They shut up, but I did a little few, few little tree yelps, fly down, cackle, took my hat off. <laughs> Man, he got he took that hat off and got to flopping that hat, and you done thought that little boy, that little boy done thought something done got a hold of him. Now, now hold on, that boy ain't little. I'm pretty sure that boy's taller than you. But but he's hunting the youth season, so I can refer to him as little boy <laughs> oh, now. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, it scared him when I took my hat off and went to flopping it, trying to trying to sound like a hen turkey coming out the tree. But no more than I got that done and hit that. And I mean, them gobblers coming running on a string. I ain't never seen that first turkey run, a turkey run as fast as that first one that come in. I mean, that joker was booking it. I, I didn't even know they was there. Well, you was facing the wrong way. Well, I was looking the right way. I was just... I guess I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. I, I guess I was concentrating too hard on trying to find a bird. I think you got scared of them owls that come up over above us right at her. <laughs> no, I wasn't scared of no owl. Yeah, when they got to fighting up there in the tree. No, I wasn't scared of them. But, yeah, they, them, them jokers run in, and they run hard. But, <laughs> you season, uh, our, our hunter – he uh he did a real good job. He did a real good job getting on the turkey. And when he finally realized it was time to squeeze the trigger, that adrenaline hit him like it does most everybody. And especially a kid on their first night. He did exceptionally well. He did really well. He did he did do a lot better not than I thought he would do being yeah. first being his first time turkey. Yeah, he did really good. He squeezed the trigger. Now, now we're talking a bird in twenty yards. He, I mean, this bird's twenty yards from us, and has got our number. At at this point, the bird knows. Uh oh, something ain't right. Yeah, and he's getting a little little jittery. Little he ain't putting yet, but he's he's thinking about where he's about to go. And uh, our hunter, he squeezes the trigger. And he missed. Now, now I, now, I didn't even know the bird was there until the shot went off. Right. So, of course, when you when you shoot the turkey, you got to get up. You got to go over there and get on his neck. Right. So you can do it the right way. Right, right. So my first reaction when I hear a shot, jump up and just go to it. 
Right, right. So when I heard the shot, I looked over. I seen you jump up. I seen him jump up. So my initial reaction was to jump up. And I start running over there. Next thing I know, there's just birds flying everywhere. There's turkeys going everywhere. Well, one thing we didn't know, and it worked out just right, was there was a hen about 10 yards from us in a pine tree. And I don't know it to be a fact, but my, my speculation is those turkeys knew that hen was there, which made us even more believable. And that's another reason they come in so hot. So do you think they were actually going to... Do you think they seen her in the tree and that, that's what they were going to or? Well, they was actually standing beside the tree she was in. So I I'm, I don't know. I would think it's a high possibility. A high possibility. That, that's what I think anyway. Well, the prob- yeah, that's probably what happened. I, I wouldn't doubt it. But I had never seen a turkey run as fast as that first one. That joker was booking it, son. Getting it? Yeah, he was rolling with it. He was blowing steam, son. I mean, I I never I never even heard them come running up to us. Well, you know when I call, they come in hot. Oh, come on, man. hot. I will I will say you have called every bird I've ever killed. Yeah, I have. I'll give you credit for that. Yeah, yeah. When are you gonna start calling me up a bird? Well, you know I'm young. I just got out of the youth season, so I mean, it takes a little while to practice. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So that that was our youth season, and uh, all in all, it was a success. That uh, our family friend that we took, he was, I was really impressed. His reaction after missing, he was not a bit disappointed. He took it in stride. Uh, I was really impressed with him. He didn't lose confidence in the hunt or anything. No, he was ready to go hunting again. Oh yeah, and it wasn't over exaggerated either. No, no, and to be successful on a hunt, you don't have to get the animal. Oh, absolutely. Part of the hunt is the knowledge and the experience and the and the fun. That's right. That's That's what makes a hunt successful. That's right. When you kill something, that's pretty much a bonus. That's right. Well, another thing is he noted he found his mistake. Mistake number one was he shot at the turkey when the turkey was completely facing him. Now, we've all shot turkeys like that, but I prefer to have his head turned sideways. Yeah, it'll give you a little bit a little bit better of a shot. More surface area for, yeah. them, for them pellets. And I talked to him about that Saturday morning, and he did tell me that when he squeezed the trigger, the turkey was looking dead at him. I seen the wad going straight to the turkey's head. If the turkey hadn't a jug, I mean, right at when he squeezed the trigger, I bet the wad would have bounced off his head. So, so that's just a that's just a mistake, you know. Nah, it, just something. Well, it ain't I, really a mistake. Maybe I, that ain't the right way to put it, but it you just it's something that you can just learn from. That's right. That's so right. Now I'm sure next time he goes out turkey hunting, he'll say the turkey's looking right at me. I'm gonna wait a minute, see if he'll turn his head, see if I can't get a little bit better he, shot. He did good. He did. I'm, he did I'm really good. I'm proud of him. I can't wait to take him again. Well, we moved on to opening weekend. Opening weekend. Big boy season. Big boy. Yeah. We actually went to a VPA. Uh, it's not a WMA. It's a VPA. And to the best of my knowledge, the difference is the landowner 
volunteers access, but I'm pretty sure they get some type of payment. I think the state has a grant or something along those ways. I, bl- I do believe so. To lease that land. Yeah, and the, and the state the state maintains the land and right. all that. I'm not quite sure exactly what all is in the yeah. agreement. But. Well, I know the uh, the landowner and the state get together, and I think it's landowner's preference on what's hunted there and the dates too. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's as as set in stone as a lot of the WMAs. Yeah, I haven't yeah. done. I haven't done much. I ain't deep too much into the research behind it. Well, that 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 place we went, I don't mind telling y'all's in Polk and Harrelson County, Georgia. The name of it's Treat Mountain VPA, and we had a hunting club on Treat Mountain Road that's actually across the road from this piece of property. You, you remember going over there hunting? I do. I remember that very very well. Do you remember? Usually opening weekend, when it was time to go a turkey hunting, that the turkeys that we claim to be our turkeys would always be across the road. Almost every time. So I was fired up when they opened this place up because I just knew we was going to get on some birds. Had to. Now this place, the state has been working on opening this place for a couple of years. Uh. So I was I I had speculation that we was gonna get over there and there was gonna be some turkeys that hadn't been hunted legally and was just gonna be on far and that it was gonna be just the stupidest thing you'd ever seen in your life in the turkey woods. That's what I was hoping because I mean they haven't been I figured you know they hadn't been pressured like they have on other public lands and stuff like that. Right, right. At least not legally pressured. Right. Now that this this VPA Treat Mountain VPA is a little over five thousand acres, and it's it's in Polk in Harrelson County, Georgia. I mean directly off Treat Mountain Road, and I would say it might be close to half of that place is clear cut. What do yeah. you think? Yeah, but I'd say half. Now we we only hunted the south side. We didn't go. We went to the. Yeah, we hunted the southeast side of that property. We didn't go dead through the middle and over to the other side, but the majority of that land up there is timber company land, and that's you know how they come in there and clear cut. So I'm pretty confident about half of it's clear cut. Even even though it is clear cut, I mean it's it's still really good hunting. Oh yeah, yeah, it's real good. Hard they got hardwoods, they got pine ridges and. A lot of mature woods in there. It is real good hunting. It, it it's perfect habitat for for a turkey. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's real nice. The uh, but we got up there, and this ain't no excuse. This is just what happened. The truth. The wind about daylight picked up and, and it, blew the whole time we was there. It did not let up at all. I didn't hear a turkey gobble. I didn't hear a gunshot the whole time we was there. Well, the whole time we was at our first spot. I didn't. Did yeah, you I, hear a gunshot? I didn't hear any gunshots, not at the first spot. I don't right. even think I heard any gunshots all day at either of the spots we went to. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I didn't either. We did, though, about 11 o'clock. 
with my impatience, we went to a different spot and found an area where it was really evident a bird had been strutting in an old logging road and uh, fresh tracks. I I had never seen an actual area where one had been strutting. I hadn't seen what what's called a strut zone. Right. That that's what you call it, right? Yeah. I had never seen where a bird was actually standing there strutting, all the scraping on the ground and all that. Yeah, I mean it was they was just tracks everywhere. Everywhere. You can see where he was turning circles and whatnot. Well, with my impatience, now we we had my oldest boy with us too, Cooney's brother, and uh, when we got good and off the road, we put a series of calls down down through the holler there and waited about twenty minutes, didn't hear nothing, and my my style of hunting, which probably leads to actual unsuccess of harvest more than any other style for me anyway because i'm so impatient i just can't sit forever now how far do you think we walked down that road before we called from the truck yeah uh i mean we seen tracks out the door we seen turkey tracks the, the minute we stepped out of the truck now we probably walked from the truck 200 yards yeah about 200 yards and when we stopped and called we didn't hear any goblin but remember we were standing there and them crows down there went to pitching a fit yeah they were just staying in the same spot the whole time i don't know if they was messing with turkeys down there i believe they were uh but they was and i've I've seen a big horde of crows many a times just be over top of turkeys pitching pitching the awfulest fit and that that's what you told me you told me you said now i believe that this gobbler is down there in that holler and them crows are down there messing with him yeah and but the style of hunting we do it's pretty much a a call wait about 15 20 minutes if we don't hear nothing it's time to keep moving yeah yeah that's what i like to do and so us being impatient (laughs) we we headed on down the road a little ways. We got down the road about, oh, probably another 300 yards, and it dropped down a, a decline. So we went down in elevation probably, what, 80 foot? Yeah, about, pro- about 80, 100 feet. Yeah, and about 400 yards, I guess. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. And uh, hit a little call right there. And about three minutes later, one gobbled in the exact spot we was saying we was standing. The exact spot we were standing. Man. Exact spot. And we would have just been patient for about ten more minutes. Yeah. The uh, me and Cooney made a mad dash trying to uh, get to where we could work that bird. And as we was turning around to make a mad dash, we had had another bird that gobbled at that bird. That was a lot closer, but we had Buck with us, your brother, and he decided to set up on that bird, and uh, nothing. Nothing. Didn't hear another gobble? Nothing. Didn't hear anything, so we tried to regroup and collect our, collect our thoughts there, and we decided we was going to try to work the bird that was closer, and went around the big brawler patch there, and we met about 10 turkeys standing right there, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Impatience we, got us again. 
got us again. We, but uh, now I don't believe those turkeys was working toward us. I really don't. I think they was just hadn't been down in that holler and they was coming up the side. They was just kind of hanging out. They was yeah. just doing their normal thing. They was being turkeys, going on with their day. I don't. I don't think they was working toward yeah, us. They probably didn't. Probably wasn't paying us much mind. No, no, they wasn't. They they was so many. They some of them were hens for sure. Oh yeah, oh and, definitely. And they was definitely a gobbler because we heard him gobble. Right, right. So yeah, he, he wasn't even worried about us. He had he had what he needed. Yeah, so so we blew that Saturday up. Now, not to say if we'd have done it any different that we'd harvest either one of those birds, but I can definitely tell you we blew that Saturday up easily. I'd agree. So then we moved on to day two. Day two. Day two. You remember where we went day two? Day two was when we went out to the Paulden Forest. Paulden Forest. I don't mind telling y'all folks that the Paulden Forest is loaded with turkeys. The Paulden Forest is in Paulden County, Georgia, and some of it's in Polk County, Georgia. Uh, Cooney has grew up deer hunting, squirrel hunting, coon hunting, turkey hunting. It's the where Paulden. the majority of the hunting I've done in my life has taken place. Oh, absolutely. It's a, I think it's a little over 29,000 acres, isn't it? I believe so, twenty nine or twenty five thousand, something yeah, like that. Yeah, something like that. Uh I've hunted there for a really long time. I think I started hunting there in two thousand well, I coon hunted there way back in the day. But sure enough hunting's when y'all was little, so two thousand three, two thousand four is when I started sure enough hunting the forest. We went to our honey hole. Yeah. Sunday morning. Or honey hole, a place where you've killed turkeys, I've killed turkeys. We've took youth out there and they've killed turkeys. Buddies of ours have killed turkeys. There's been a lot of birds killed right there. We'll just we got that. out there early that morning. Really, really early. We so did. I was excited. <laughs> I was excited too until we stood there for two hours. <laughs> So what sunrise was? What set about seven forty-five? Was that right? I can't remember. I can't remember what it was that day. That's when time went forward. Okay, so that's when time. Went. Either way, right? We was there at five thirty, and standing where we wanted to be at five thirty. Right. We stood in that spot for two hours. That's right. That's waiting, right. waiting to be able to see. Waiting to be able to see. <laughs> <laughs> Long story short. This one's easy. No gobbles. Nothing. No bueno. Now I'm going to give you all a little background on the pollen forest. Loaded with turkeys. And what I'm going to say now, y'all can probably go back and say, well, if you tell everybody that, of course it's going to be loaded with people. Well, I haven't told everybody that until now. But it didn't take me telling everybody that for these people to figure out. Because last year, especially with the COVID, that place has been so packed that it's unbelievable. Yeah, they, they, there's a there's an average of two to three trucks in one parking spot. Yeah, and there's how many parking spots all over the place? It the number of people that are out there turkey hunting the Paulden Forest is ridiculous. I mean, there's people from out of state everything yeah 
Now, everybody's got a right to be there. Everybody has I'm, the right. I'm not yeah. saying they shouldn't be there, but I'm, I'm speaking of 2017 versus 2020. Or I'm speaking 2017 versus 2019. The difference is day and night. And I figured, well, last year, 2020, the COVID, a lot of people wasn't working. A lot of people had to stay home, you know, with the shutdown, lockdown, whatever you want to call it. This year's been no different. No. At all. No. And I, I think a lot of it's got to do with people love hunting public land. Now, that's like the trend with the hunting the public and the Penalty Project. They uh they love hunting public land right now, and they got the right to. They really do. But it's really hard to hunt out there. You got to race to get to your spot in the morning. That's one reason I got there so early that morning. Yeah, that's pretty. It's that that's pretty much how it's becoming. If you really want a spot, you got to get out there about about five o'clock in the morning. Right. And and when we got out there, they was still trucks already out there. Oh yeah. That they, they was they was. We we seen a truck come by, as a matter of fact, and then when we come back out, he was parked just on the other side of the road. Yeah, he was just parked on the other side of the road. So, yeah, y'all don't get what I'm saying wrong. I ain't hating on the people oh, out no, no, there no, hunting. No. I'm just I'm trying to give an example of the difference in the amount of people that had hunted there versus what's hunted there in the last two, three years. The difference is day and night. So it didn't take me to tell everybody there's turkeys out there but that's about to change because they have a proposed change for the Paulden forest for the 22 season turkey season that they're going to do two quota hunts for the first 18 days and i think they're only drawing like 40 people per hunt if everything goes through and that's approved and that I, I believe they did something similar to that for Sheffield WMA, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, they're going to do that too. Sheffield, which actually touches the Pollen Forest. It, it's a, it's quite a bit smaller than the Pollen Forest, though. It, very much smaller than the Pollen Forest. And I believe they're going to do two hunts and just draw 10 people apiece for those. Yeah, now, right? yeah. I think Sheffield ain't but like 5,000 acres or something like that. Now, they're going to have an open hunt after the quota hunts. But they're going to have the quota hunts first. Okay. So we'll just have to see what the dates line up. I mean, it may be closer to May before you get an open hunt. But that Paulden Forest draw, I mean, I, I'm here to tell you right now, that's going to be a hard one to get. That's going to be a lot of people put in for that. Yeah, that, that's going to be a hard one to get. So we went there our second day and uh, no gobbles. Then we went two evenings in a row, same spot, no gobbles. But but what I found was no turkey tracks. That's what I found odd. Which is very odd for that spot because usually those turkey tracks loaded down that road. Now I'm talking no tur- turkey tracks for a mile. Yeah. In the road. And when usually when we go down down the road, we go down we go a pretty good ways. Right. Of course, the, these past times we went, we didn't really go as far as what we normally do. 
Right. But I think that's because we weren't really seeing no sign or hearing no gobbles. So. Right. With our hunting style again, we didn't really see a need to go much further. Right. That um. That that place is slap loaded with turkey. I just I don't know why we're not seeing the sign there. I mean, it's, we're not seeing scratching. We're not seeing tracks. We're not hearing gobbles. I don't I don't know. I, I, I don't, don't know, know what's going on. I don't know if it's due to the incline of people hunting there. Yeah, I don't know. Well, the, the funny thing is, is opening weekend of youth, your brother went over there and took your nephew or your cousin, and he said that now he was hunting private land that bordered it, and he said he heard six or seven birds gobbling up there. Yeah, so. but I mean that, like I said, them people that are hunting that pawed forest now, they're getting out there really, really early, so. Yeah. I mean, them birds could have been spooked going in. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know. There ain't no telling. Well, we, we moved on to uh, two evening hunts out there and no sign, no gobbles, which brought us to this, this weekend, this past weekend. Uh, we hunted. We took my nephew. We did another youth hunt with him. We did get on a bird. Uh, he just wouldn't come close enough, 80 yards, gobbling, strutting, drumming, I, doing that, his thing. They was fired up that morning. Right. That morning. Now, yeah, he was fired up. He gobbled all the way to about 11 o'clock. The, he had a hen with him, and she just wasn't going to let him come. Mm-mm. He, he'd get a little bit closer and gobble. Yeah. And next gobble be a little bit farther back. Right. He's just, he's just down there working one area. Right. All morning. That, um... So then Sunday we went up to a buddy buddy of ours house, Floyd County, Floyd County, Georgia, and uh, that was pretty uneventful there except one thing. No. <laughs> one, one thing in Floyd County, we got caught in a sure enough thunderhead. L- let me tell y'all how it went. So we're standing there, we're down here, we're set up, we're looking out at this bottom. And it, it is starting to drizzle on us. It drizzled for a little while, and then it stopped. So, we, you know, we just kept on hunting. It ain't nothing too bad. So then we, we sat there for about, what, maybe 45 minutes? think so. And uh, we hadn't heard nothing, seen nothing, so we, it was time to regroup and figure something else out. So we grouped, and Daddy come over there, <laughs> and he said, Y'all look up there. Over at over at ridge right there, that's a that's a black cloud. So that means either this storm's splitting up or it's coming to us. So we sat there and we was we was like, well, I believe it's splitting up. So what? Let's let's get a game plan. And about the time we was ready to start rolling out, it you would have thought a dang hurricane done come through there. I'm talking it dro- it dropped buckets and buckets and buckets. A rain on us. It it, it was raining and, so hard. And we the was, wind. We we was we was ten minutes from where we could get to any cover. Right. And my it was raining so hard. By the time we got there, my socks were soaking wet. Oh yeah. And we we didn't even crawl. We didn't have to step down in a creek or nothing. Well, I fell in a hole. Yeah, that that was funny. This this joker fell down in a hole, <laughs> and it went all his that hole devoured his leg. Yeah, and and Coney didn't even help me. By the way, when he, he just stood there and looked at me, but that rain was cold and that wind Ooh. and that lightning, I knew that storm was coming. 
I'd seen it on the weather, on the radar. And uh, it was one of those things where I just thought I was in a spot that had some turkeys and tried to squeeze every minute out of it that I could. And I, on the on the mad dash back to try to get under something that uh, leaned to, that pole barn, I thought, man, I, I think I've made the wrong decision here. This this is about to just be awful with that wind and the lightning. But we made it there. The Lord looked after us, and my stupidity got us showing us soaking wet. <laughs> man, it 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 was a monsoon. Right, right. I had never hunted in nothing like that. Yeah. Well, we we roll on, and I hunted today. Today being March thirtieth, and uh, a buddy of mine had roosted a bird. On the Paulden Forest, and uh, we went in there and got on him this morning. You could tell that bird was, I mean, spooked. He'd gobble. He'd gobble. He gobbled good. Now, he never did show enough to get fired up, but he would not commit to nothing. Nothing. And where you hunted at today, that was that was Paulden Forest, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. Paulden Forest. Yeah. Sure was. That's pretty much been our turkey season, y'all. We we ain't trying to bore y'all with our stories. Just wanted to give you an update on what we got going on here, and and uh, maybe you can get some ideas on some stuff to do, some places to go. I don't mind sharing my hunting spots at all. One bit, I want to see people get out there and especially take the youngins. But one thing about this hunt this morning, the victory through this hunt this morning is why I was sitting there. And that bird was gobbling on the roost and the sun was coming up. My nephew, who is in the Marines, messaged me and told me he was leaving to go to his first deployment and that he was about to fly fly out. He sent me a text message. And, of course, you know, I texted him back, told him I loved him, be careful, proud of him. But it made me think, you know, we get to do this for one reason, because we've got brave men and women in our U.S. military that proudly stand up, regardless of their job in the military, and fight for us every day. Every day. Doesn't matter if they're in a war zone, in an embassy somewhere in South America. It, it doesn't matter it what don't they're matter doing. It doesn't matter if they're in there. If they're in there making meals. That's right. They're 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 fighting for us every day. And we are so blessed to have that. I thank the Lord above each and every day for that. I pray for our service service men and women. I pray for their families to keep peace in their heart, to not worry. And that's that's what America's about. And that was the victory in the day's hunt for me, is being able to sit there while uh and think and reflect on what kind of man that boy's become and i thank the lord above for it and with that right there folks we're going to leave you with the end of episode one we hope you enjoyed it holler at you see you